Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Happy Monday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead, plenty to talk to over the weekend. It was not great for Nebraska athletics again. Nebraska baseball loses a series to Indiana. Get to that here in a second. Uh, I froze my butt off on the golf course this weekend. Get to that later on. Uh, how are you today? Uh, I'd say Can you good. hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Good morning. I have some wind jokes. You have some wind jokes. Well, that's that's just the perfect way to begin a Monday. What, what do you have for what do, me? What do two windmills usually talk about? I don't know. They just kind of shoot the breeze. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you didn't like that one? No. That, that, one's, that one's average. That one's average. Uh... That's the best one I had. That's what you have. That was your yeah, one was the I went windmill. outside yesterday just to kind of scope it out because I knew you were golfing in Sioux City. I was like, I wonder what it's like. <laughs> yeah. I went outside just to check it out, and I was blown away. <laughs> you know, you should put a little stand-up comedy in your lifetime, baby. A little part-time gig for you. Uh. Good morning to everybody. Uh, yeah, good morning there, to Gus. Good morning dad to everybody. Wind jokes there for you there. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, appreciate that. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. Call or text as always. Yeah, I I am here. It was windy, and uh, it was cold. It sucked yesterday. Sioux it, City it, Golf Tournament. It just straight up sucked yesterday. No fun at all. Well, we, we shot better than the first day by one, which that was good. We didn't play terrible. It wasn't wasn't the best. But they, but they, they had the tournament. Everybody showed up. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody like was a no show yesterday. That's amazing. Which I commend to all the people. I do too. I do. Tough dudes. I mean, the I told you the this the, was like, what kind of the tournament? feel like at the time the wind chill the the feel like temperature when I started playing yesterday was thirty six degrees. You were playing golf in Sioux City at what course? Green Valley. Which I'll Green get to Valley. at six forty-five for the golf course review. Okay, and it was this is a, this was what sort it, of it was called the Honker Classic, <laughs> which was actually very cheap. It was, it was a two-day, two-man best ball. Sorry, scramble. Two-day, two-man scramble for sixty dollars a person. That's incredibly cheap. Yeah, it's incredibly cheap that, for both days. Sixty bucks total. Incredible. So uh, cheap tournament, cheap beers, and freezing temperatures. Yep. So we'll talk fun. about that later. We will. Uh, we do have a lot to get to. I want to start with this, I don't know though. Where to start. I, I'll start with it. We, we'll get to the struggling baseball team again here in a second. But I, I want I want to take you to yesterday, where I was thoroughly confused by something I saw you tweet, and I still never got a chance to watch it. <laughs> but I saw you tweet about how you you were watching a YouTube video of Oshad Mathis, who was announcing he was going to announce his decision. <laughs> On April 30th between Nebraska and Texas. Well, right? he wasn't really announcing 
just in the course of this kind of documentary about himself, um, he, he he's a millennial. Um, yeah. He um no he just mentioned he just mentioned that he's going to announce his decision. What on what Saturday? You watch this YouTube video. Um, he's posting that a, that a couple media members mentioned it. So I thought I better. I'm working. Did and, you find it and worth Parker your while? Was off yesterday. Mm. Um. Yes, it was not. It's I. Yes, it was a. It's just a video about himself, and his, and how he came up in kind of a, you know, with a single mom, um, and the challenges of, you know, growing up in like a the household of a single mom with not much money, and how 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 much football and his coach has helped him. So yeah, Jake, it was all right, and then right off the bat in the video. He said he'll announce Saturday his final decision on where he'll continue his playing career. And he said the finalists are Nebraska-Texas. And I will tell you this. Okay. If you- I were a Nebraska fan, and I you know, I heard from a lot of Nebraska fans on Twitter that say, oh, Sip gone, Sip, he's going to Texas. I don't know. His mom followed me on Twitter over the weekend. Hello. Does that change things? Uh, she no. followed me too, by the way. Okay. Well, she's following people in the market. Um, is, is that the Queen Bee? One? Yeah, yeah, I got followed by her. Good job. Yes, it's the Queen Bee, and I've been hearing that you don't close the book on this. So is is that how we judge a chance for the players if, if their no, mom follows no, you no, on no, Twitter? No, 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 not at all. I but I but what I've heard is that there's a shot. There's a legit shot here. I'll be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be ready on Saturday. In fact. I don't know if I'll be covering the draft because that's how I'm. I'm not just writing this off as he's going to Texas. So, um, we'll see. O'Shawn Mathis announces yesterday on a YouTube video, we'll call it a documentary, um, that he will announce his decision Saturday between Nebraska and Texas. This is the TCU. Transfer defensive end six six two sixty. Um, no, it was a good, it was a decent little video, and you know these days, that's what the kids the kids do stuff like this. I mean that was that was never done back in the day, obviously. Well, there weren't even no. YouTube back in the day. Um, it was a nice little production, um, part of a probably you know it's this is all planned out very well by we'll call it the Mathis team. I mean, isn't this, isn't this all? This is all gone pretty. This is a nice script they've laid out. Here's his story. Okay, here's he's going to announce. If you do it this way, you're apt to get a lot more views, right, on your YouTube production, right? It's all very planned out. It's planned out, but on this note, it's of, kind of, of all this, of all this conversation, what what blanket has a good text that I just. They kind of puts it all together. What is it, Sunshine? This is a wet blanket. Yes. Ready for this? Yes. <laughs> Here we wet go. Blanket. When Sip got into sports writing, did he ever think he would spend his weekends watching YouTube videos about announcements of announcements? Well, shoot me now, says wet blanket. No, wet. Come on. To be fair, this was not an announcement about an announcement. This was a. This was a story about the young man's life as told by O'Shawn Mathis. And, and within the story about his life, he mentioned, and I'm glad he did, that he's, got, he's going to announce Saturday. 
Now, I understand we're very cynical. Yeah, we and are. I am too. But not about this. This is this was a good. It was a nice story about his life, and he has he had he's had a rough life, and it's not Manor, Texas. It's Maynor, Texas, according to Osho, hmm. um, which is right outside of Austin. They couldn't afford to live in Austin. That's why they moved to this little town outside it. And he um, he made it. He made it in this world. He's made it in this world. You can say that because he's going to get paid. You know. Strong six figures right out of the gate, okay? Um, you had nine sacks at TCU a couple of seasons I, ago. I'd like to know, and I haven't, I have, I haven't uh, researched what? this. What? I'd like to know for draft projectors, you know, what's, what's he seen He's right now? He's got a fourth-round grade. Okay. Third-round grade. Stop right there. Yeah. This is a, a third or fourth round draft pick, yeah. which is that's solid. what I've heard. He's got that great, which from is the probably NFL. where Cam w- Taylor Britt will go is the fourth round. Right. I was told he's got like a third or fourth round grade. So that that's where I I pause and say, all right, are, what are we having a bidding war over a player that's good but not elite? The Athletic ranks him as the number one player in the transfer portal, left or overall in this in the whole cycle. Um, I would left. guess that's right now left because a lot of the, the great ones left. have committed already. Let me read this. Let me yeah, read I'm this. pretty sure that's the guys who are remaining in the in the portal. The Athletic currently had Mathis listed as the best player available, available. in the transfer portal. Right, because a lot of that's guys have already good, committed, though. though. That's 250 oh, grand. I mean. <laughs> but we're not talking about a guy that's a first-round pick. We're not talking about a guy that is, maybe you know, could be a first-team All-American. Maybe not. Right? Maybe. I mean, could, if he it, has it, a big year. Could he be a first-team All-Big Ten? That'd be awesome. Yeah. But but it. You're, you're being overly I, negative. I'm not right being now. overly negative. I'm just saying how extreme this situation is with the one player that Nebraska is. I mean, Nebraska fans are going all in on O'Shawn Mathis. Like this guy. Like, this reminds me of Buki Radley Hiles. Come on. Now O'Shawn has no, proven it in college. Yeah, He's it's played, way different. Way different. But it's still you're putting all oh, your eggs different. in the basket on, of O'Shawn Mathis. Hold on. I'm going to tell you why it's different. Okay. Buki Radley Hiles was five foot eight. 167 pounds. I always, well, oh, you could get you know what I'm saying. I can say he was 185. Five foot nine, 185. Corner. Played safety at Oklahoma. Didn't play particularly well. I thought it was odd, odd that people would, that would, they would react that way to a smallish football player. Now, some, there's some good corners out there that are, there I don't know, how many guys in the NFL are 5'9", 185? 5'9"? That dominate. 5'9 is very uncommon that dominate the, the fo- That dominate on the football field. Okay, O'Shawn Mathis is 6'6", 260, and he's a pass rusher. So, um, right there, he get, there's more credence in the conversation. Do you understand? Yeah. Right there. So, it's no, no, it's not like Bookie Radley-Hiles. This guy's proven it. In the Big 12. But Bookie Radley House has proved nothing yeah. except he was a social media wizard. <laughs> he was. He, was. He, yeah. was, he was incredible on social media. He had it down. He knew how to tug at your heartstrings. O'Shawn Mathis, I don't see him doing a lot of that. This, this, this is an example of, yes, he's doing it. But, if I, but I would, before I would criticize or be overly cynical about his video, watch it. It's. I went into it thinking like you, and came out of it thinking, okay, that's a nice story. It's a nice story. He did a good job on it. It's very heartfelt. I mean, and he had some good information in there. 
So no, I yeah, we look at this a little different. No, this guy's not Bookie Radley Hile. Well, I, I I don't mean like he is, but I'm talking no, about Nebraska not. fans' hype of this player. I mean, it's every a big deal. Every conversation you come with, you no, know, not you, but fans come with right now about Nebraska is mentioning Oshawn Mathis. Why is it different than the Miami Dolphins in on a big free agent deal with someone? Well, I've been Give burnt me- by those. I stopped getting into those because they you get they burn me every time. Well, this could burn you. <laughs> or it could work out. My lesson. See, I've learned but free my agents, lesson as a Dolphins Free student. agents also work out, right? Von Miller worked out mm-hmm. really well. Right. right? The, te- the smart teams. Right. The teams that do more research and what well, they're Well, what are you saying? Guys. That Nebraska shouldn't be in on I was That was a Dolphins reference. Okay. Nebraska, Nebraska should be in on Oshan. I just, I, yes. I'm curious where... We probably won't know the overall, what the price tag is officially. We can know maybe a ballpark. Oh, on we, him. Yeah, we have a pretty good idea. But this is, is also, again, you're talking about potentially a third to fourth round draft. Pick. I continue to follow the story through sources, and there's no way he's getting under a quarter million. No way. No way under a quarter million. That's a very safe projection. Okay? That's a pretty good uh, well, deal. I, I think more than ever now, what what's going to become of value when it comes to the transfer portal is mock drafts. Hey, if, if I'm a guy that is seen as a, a first or second round pick, that's going to cost you an arm, a lot of money to get my services. Projections, yes. Projections. I mean, yeah. the mock drafts in NIL era become uh-huh. more important than they ever have been. Yeah, I agree with to, you. To create the value of a player. Right. Yeah, I'm seeing right now as a first round pick. Hold on. Yeah, that's, that's, that's worth a lot of money. A million dollars. This one says you're a six round pick. What is it? That's where we're at. That's it's just the deal now. It's the deal now. The... Nobody objects, by the way. I'm not going to go. I'm not getting on a soapbox, so don't worry. Okay? But I've kind of figured out the people who, who climb down your throat when you express concern about name, image, likeness in the transfer portal. I think I got a beat on these people that attack you personally. and, and Attack me? And, no, me or you or anybody who dares sort of question okay. what's going right. on. Give me the beat. I've, I think I got them. I think I figured out their psychology. Okay. What's Dr. Sip? What do we got? Yeah. What do they, we got, Dr. Sip? Nobody, by the way, objects to players getting paid. I don't. It's how it's unfolded and the and and how flawed this this combination of NIL and the one-time transfer rule, the flaws it's revealed and how quickly the sanctimonious people pushed it through Gavin Newsom. It was pushed through by sanctimonious, overzealous people. And now those people get upset with you because they know it's ruining the very game that they love. And they have nothing they can really say. They just get mad and start stomping their feet and pointing their finger and and attacking you personally because they know there's a big problem that they helped create. They won't admit that. No, of course they won't. They, why would they? They, they? they try to hang it on the NCAA. No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. If the NCAA would have said, no, we got to hold this off, the sanctimonious would have done what? They would have said, oh, bad NCAA. This is a, this is a, a this is, this is awful what's going on. The NCAA needs to be torn down even faster than we're trying to tear it down now. No, this is not the NCAA 
that did this. This is state courts. This is public pressure. This is not the NCAA's issue. They had to move. Okay? So I understand when people get upset. It's not about, this is not about people like us. We don't, I don't object to players getting paid. I object to a system that is deeply flawed with horrible guardrails, that's created a mess, that's created a mess, that's created this situation, and it's threatening the game. Okay? It's threatening. There's no guardrails. Not not horrible. There's no guardrails. Right. So now I get it. I get why they get all I get all they get what they get really blustery and and attack you personally. I understand it. I understand it. That's what they're, that's what they're gonna keep doing. Just get ready. They will attack you personally. Well but well and, and when you push back against you say, Well, you're just you're you won't get with the times. You you you're just stuck in your it's ways. not like, that. Why? No, I'm, I totally am in agreement. What, what if you just, yeah? What if you just assess the situation, and say, okay, paying the players is fine, but everything beyond that that's going on. You, you tell them coaches are leaving the game. Yeah, because they, they are, and they say, they say, oh, that that's their problem, and and they'll say, these coaches aren't leaving the game because they object to players getting paid. They are leaving the game because it's nuts right now, and it doesn't make sense to them. They're not, they're not leaving because they object to players getting paid. They're leaving because it's a deeply flawed system that's compromised their jobs. That, that, they're, that, not, they're not leaving because they're, it's, getting, it's cutting into their money or anything like that. You can't coach players now. If you coach them hard, what are they going to do? They're more apt, not all of them, but they're more apt to bolt. If you coach the hell out of them, if you coach them like a lot of them need to be coached, yep. that's that. It, this isn't about people objecting to players getting paid. I'm not objecting to that. They should get paid. They absolutely should get paid with all the money that's available. I mean, the Big Ten's going to give schools ninety million dollars now per year, or whatever the figure is, is escalated. No, I don't object to it, but I object to the way it's. Yeah. I object to the NIL. Combined with the one-time transfer, that's created a four thousand guys in the portal. Uh, you is this what you planned that. on? Four thousand people. Four thousand. Yeah. Is that is that what you planned on? Like every day, there's another ten, twelve there's guys. An average in the portal. of ten per team. And you know what's going to happen this week? By the way, players, players have to announce by May first yep. that they're in the portal, or they do not get a, a waiver for next season. So yeah, this so there's this, gonna be this week there's gonna, gonna be, be a crazy. flurry. Yep, there's gonna this, be a flurry. This week will be crazy. There's one coach at Vandy that was saying that he's not out on the road recruiting. This is a recruiting period. They can be coaches can be out on the road. He's not. You know why? Recruiting his own roster. I, don't leave us. Don't get poached by somebody. Yeah. yeah, that that drives a coach crazy. He's not he's not out recruiting high school kids. He's recruiting his own roster. Yeah, as much as the portal can help adding a player from a different roster right away, you can lose 10 guys in your roster in one day. So you're, your so, own roster. So I want to hear people on text line tell me how this is going so well. This is going as planned. This is wonderful. Yeah, okay, keep, keep saying that. 402-464-5685. Is, is anybody confident in where things are going with the with the portal nil is anyone like where it's at right now as the, it stands? the market will correct itself but how long is it going to take four more years how much damage is going to be wrought in four oh, years boy. 
You hear it. Don't pretend that you don't. On social media, people just backing away from the game. Not only coaches, fans. Yeah, I'm going to watch. I, and, and, and to be clear, I, I watched the final, not the final four, the big dance. As I said, more games I've ever watched. And I never thought about this stuff, to be fair. Didn't. When I was watching Kansas make its run, I wasn't thinking, oh, God, I wonder what the NIL is going to be like. But, I mean, it's, it's still, it's in the back of some people's minds. You heard John Cook on our show say he was watching Alabama, Georgia. And as, as that Bryce Young was getting sacked late in the game, he wondered, he wondered, John Cook, this isn't Jake, and this isn't Sipple. John Cook wondered if the Alabama offensive line said, I'm over it, the quarterback's making a million, let him deal with it. That's John Cook. That's cynicism. Well, it, it is no. We we worried about this, and it is it is true that there's going to be a difference of, of money made in that locker room, and it's an issue. And, and if you don't think it's an issue, you are crazy. Right? It's an you issue. Are, you no, are it thinking is. that this uh, it's, this it's is a perfect life. There's no, no way no. that when this is brand new, this is brand new okay. as of a year. Okay. That you're going to have no issues in the locker room with one guy making. Six figures, one guy making nothing or barely People anything. Going to get mad. You don't. You don't think that's going to cause issues? I just well, think you're crazy. Well, I'm going to read a quote from. From. Um, People respect junk more than they respect us. I'm like, is my guess. Right? Is that your guess? I think so. He wins a lot. John he's cool, Cook, but yeah, he's super cool. And they had a great, great show out at the, in Grand Island over the weekend when they beat Kansas in four in a spring exhibition. This is what he told us. This is what he told us. John Cook. It's a whole new challenge in coaching. This year in volleyball, I don't know how close you follow it, he said, but I've never seen so many head coaching openings. I'm talking about big-time programs. There are a lot of coaches who are, who are having trouble handling all this or don't want to deal with it. The stuff that's going on, it blows my mind. Now, let's be clear, I wrote this, that John is not shying away from this new world. He's a willing participant in the NIL and the portal, everything. He's adapting. That's what great coaches do. If they want to. Now, now there's a lot that are just opting out. Now, he said, you know, this is where he gets to the heart of the matter. This is John Cook. This is not Jake. This is not Sip. This is John Cook. You know, these guys are doing NIL deals. Some players want deals. Other players have no interest. But what really makes it interesting or challenging is we're in this program all about we over me. We're all trying to build this great team. And all of a sudden now, it's all about me. Yep. Yep. What deal can I do? How can I develop my brand? How can I make money? Still, forming a great team where we can have we over me is going to be the ultimate challenge for coaches because you're going to have a pecking order on teams. You're already seeing it in football, he said. We, ha- we also have it in volleyball. It's a challenge. Now, it's a challenge that, that the great coaches will handle, like Saban. He'll handle it. But it's a big challenge. I mean, O'Shawn Mathis is going to come in, and all those guys know they're smart. They're, they're savvy. Know, hey, you're making a lot of money. Yep. Better be Superman over here. Well, it's human nature to think that way. 
Now, cue the people saying that's what happens no, in the here, NFL, here, which it does. It's, it, not, it's the, not the end. This is different, it's, it's though. It's not linear. It's not linear. The NFL has forever been a, a paid organization. Players make money. If, if you're elite, you make a lot of money. And you're still a millionaire if you're not. Yeah, if you're, or if you're if a borderline you, If millionaire. you're an average player, if you don't play, guess what? Yeah, you make a lot of money. That's the way it is. It's always been that it's way. Not, it's not players making no money. It's Casey Rogers was in the $8,000 to $9,000 range, and he was looking at a play. And I'm not saying this is why he's left, but he was in the $8,000 to $9,000 range. And here comes O'Shawn Mathis making a, a minimum of a quarter quarter million. By the way, Casey Rogers is having the time of his life right now. See him posting something at USC. Yeah, USC. He's everywhere. Yeah. He's, he's everywhere. Everybody wants Casey Rogers. Mm-hmm. They do. It's amazing. Auburn has offered. Arkansas has offered. USC's offered. Go figure. I know. Well, defensive linemen are at a premium. I mean, it, that that shows you that position is is extremely valuable, which winds us back to this conversation. I know O'Shawn Mathis and Casey aren't exactly the same position, but in a 3-4, Mathis is out there. He's going to be in a 3-4 and a 4-3. They're not pulling O'Shawn Mathis off the field in a 3-4. He's 6'6", 260. It's not Caleb Tanner. People, people don't under. I, on Twitter, I notice people are saying, "Sip, that's not. They're not the same position." No, they're not exactly the same position. But you wonder if Casey Rogers was thinking, "Okay, Garrett Nelson bulked up. They're playing him down. Yep. Um, they're bringing in this six foot six, two hundred and sixty pound guy. Uh, where am I in this? No, he's not. They're not exact. But come on." I mean, that, that might have had something to do with it. Here's a couple different texts with different viewpoints of this. 402-464-5685. Here's one that's actually for NIL. This is Curtis. Love Curtis says, it is working. Players that aren't getting playing time are leaving. More talent is coming in in general with exceptions. Mm, I don't know if I agree with that. Well, it's, But I understand the take. It's, it's reasonable. That's a reasonable take. I don't know. You'd have to look at it across the board. It, it, I mean, in that case, is it weeding out the players that aren't playing? Is that, is that what your intention is? It's just <coughs> weeding out the guys on the bench? Because there are starters leaving. Yeah, I don't know. So that, yeah, that's, not, that's not true. I mean, if it, was not, if it was your backups leaving, all right, different story. I don't it's, think you have starters that are leaving. I don't think Northern Iowa's coach would agree with that take. Because now what, what, what has happened to schools like Northern Iowa? When you, when a guy gets good, what he's happens? Gone. He's, he's gone. gone. He's going to get nil. It, okay, so what happens in with guy with a now think about coaching at Northern Iowa or, or a, a that's a good FCS program. When your guys get really good, they're gone. Yep. So you're catching guys from play from Power Five schools and FBS schools that have not that have failed and are coming down. That's what you're looking at. I mean, this is not the ideal coaching situation. <laughs> that you develop them and bring them back to a good player. I guess you're, you're, that's the ultra development now. Take yeah. guys that have Take guys that failed. failed from a, a higher level and build them back up again. Yeah, and it's just, um, I mean, you see it. I mean, Bella Cravens, she, she starts her career at Eastern Washington, plays at Nebraska and graduates, and then says, oh, I'm going to finish it up at TCU. Which was six and twenty-two last year. Just, now there might be some. There might be a boyfriend. Who knows what? But it's 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 fascinating, right? And and Amy Williams, I'm sure, is like, 
like you and I that just kind of shakes her head. And what I have said and what I wrote over the weekend, what I said last week is you just kind of got to shake your head and look down now, like smile. Just this is what it is. There's no use fighting it. I just hope, I hope, I hope that it doesn't crush the these, these yeah. sports popularity. It's not going the right direction, I think, for that. Well, how much do you hear from people? I, I hear a lot of people that, that say that, here's one example. If somebody says, I agree with you. I am the biggest sports fan ever, but I am losing interest quickly. It's not amateur at all anymore. If people don't think that's happening out there, they're not listening. My, my dad's followed Nebraska athletics for 60 years. Interest waning. Doesn't even, didn't watch the spring game. First time. Just interest, no, I, interest waning. I think well, if you talk to the, a general person that used, was a, is, is a sports fan, it just, it, it's a different conversation now. The excitement's not the same as it was. Well, now, it how much it, of that, though, it is... It hurts that Nebraska has not yeah, played very right. well. Nebraska's I think missed it, five straight yeah, games. And I think we got to be very careful on this show to... We have to distinguish between the lack of the, the waning interest because of the current world in college athletics, the new age, and the fact Nebraska's just been miserable. I mean, in all three top men's sports, it's been bad. It's been, it's been horrifying. So, so some of it is that, too. Or, or, and maybe more of it is that. Like I said, so, so I'm very clear to people, I loved watching March Madness this year, and I did not think of NIL as I was watching it. At all. Never. And it didn't, like, it doesn't manifest itself in the games that I can tell. The only way you can tell is, oh, Gabe Kalsher, wow, he's on Iowa State now. Oh, Iowa State, that guy, they have four transfers. That's, he, was, he was at Nevada That guy was a different year. team last year. <laughs> yeah. I saw him play. That's, that's, that's the, there is a strangeness, strangeness in that regard sometimes. Um, but no, that's not. It doesn't. It wasn't. It didn't dissuade me from watching, and it won't dissuade me from watching college football. I can't wait till the season starts. Can't wait to go to Dublin. I'll we're, be there. We're not going to be worried about NIL when we're in Dublin. I hope not. No, we're not. I hope we're having some sort of conversation about NIL the week of the first game. We will. That not. would suck. We will not. We're talking football. More next. An early break in the ticket. <laughs>